I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Stefan Cordova on the line, and he's the founder over at Friend With Us. Stefan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Adam, for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Friend With Us, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how'd you get started in your career? So I guess, uh, you know, taking it back a little bit, uh, kind of all goes back to college uh, in really just getting out, you know, what am I going to do with uh, my life right there? And um, like many people, I had no idea what I was going to do uh, and took the guidance of my dad to start with. Um, it was, hey, go be a lawyer and accountant right there. Uh, so lawyer didn't really sound too appealing. Uh, so I went over and uh, thought, you know what, accounting, that's a good degree to have just to have an idea with business. So I uh, went, did four years in accounting, and then uh, the plan was to take the CPA, uh, and for that you need uh, five years. So uh, so with that, I uh, then took the fifth year and uh, decided, you know what, I took one uh, class in information systems, and that really just was the tipping point right there. I said, oh my gosh, I took four years of accounting classes, had no interest in those, and the fifth year, I just totally devoted all to information systems classes right there. Uh, so that was really the tipping point in uh, interest in technology-related businesses. So after I graduated, I graduated in 2009, and that was right in the middle of the big recession right there, so there was no jobs to be found. So I went and said, all right, uh, I'm, I'm based up in Seattle, so uh, the Winter Olympics was coming on in uh, Vancouver. So I said, you know what, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right there. So I packed my bags, moved up to Whistler, Canada, and uh, did a season up there. I was uh, serving restaurants, uh, working up on the mountain right there, skiing, snowboarding every day. Uh, and after I did that, came back, and then was still on the search for all right, what am I going to do right there? And uh, still no jobs to be found. So I was doing everything from uh, doing door-to-door meat sales to uh, working in apartment complexes and finally found one where I was doing some more accounting work, uh, which I did not want to do. So I did that for about a year and a half. And then one day I bumped into uh, this guy from my class and he said, hey, what are you up to, man? I said, oh, I'm doing some accounting work, doing some uh, VLOOKUPs, pivot tables, kind of cool stuff like that. And he was like, oh, you know what? Uh, we're actually doing some similar stuff to that over at uh, KPMG. Um, and I remember you from giving this presentation. Uh, would you like to interview with us? So I said, heck, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that was always one of my uh, dream jobs at the time. So I did an interview with them and uh, <clears throat> got the job. And this was really the influ- or just uh, my first real in- uh, introduction to the software world in general. Uh, so we were doing uh, software license audits and software asset management on behalf of uh, Microsoft, IBM, all these other major software vendors. Uh, so we, would, we were kind of like our own little 
startup team where we developed our own scripts, methods, analysis to uh, analyze all of the information that we would get from customers' computers. So kind of at a broad range, it was uh, how much software are you using from Microsoft versus how much did you purchase? And then this is, here is the final result right there. This is what you owe Microsoft. So as you can imagine, uh, it, was, it was a great learning opportunity right there. Um, that wasn't what I wanted to do with my entire life, just get delivering bad news to the individuals uh, about how much they owed Microsoft or IBM or VMware for their uh, software licenses. So that one of the things that, one of our challenges that we always had right there was, all right, how much or uh, the technical challenges. So we were great at all the knowledge right there, but actually getting the information, we had programmers and other people on the team, but it was just really, really challenging to communicate and uh, do all that other good stuff right there. So I said, all right, you know what? I'm going to get a background myself. Uh, so kind of, it was after four years, and I went on a little hiatus, did a little trip around the world, and uh, then came back and really just devoted myself to learning software programming. So I took up uh, Python, uh, started my own web development agency, and uh, really just kind of hit the books running right there with everything that I could or could do to just immerse myself in software. Um, and that was kind of all with the grandmaster plan of one day uh, running my own software company. So, Stefan, I love your story, and what I like about it is that you can really see the transition and how, you know, you're not scared of hard work, everything from door-to-door -door sales to now working your way up to your own company. Um, that being said, there's some, you know, there's some listeners right now that aren't quite as far along as you are. Um, maybe they're just getting started as an entrepreneur, and they're in your shoes of where, when you first got started. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new would-be entrepreneur that's really just going out there with their first venture? Uh, so what I would say first off is just do it, man. Um, it's, there's going to be a million reasons out there why not to, and you can overanalyze the crap out of like why you should or you should not do it. And at the end of the day, you just have to take the plunge and just do it. That being said, there's ways where you can save yourself some money and a lot of time right there. Uh, so once you just really have it and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this, the first thing is to fail quickly and to do it with a product that you don't necessarily have to have online. So for us, we have a uh, digital project, digital product, but it really comes down to people and making that interaction with people. So can you do something that doesn't scale and you can sell personally before you go out there and build a website, build an API, uh, you know, hire people, do all this other stuff right there. It's just go interview people, sell a product right there just that you can, that you can personally uh, have. And once you do that, then you can say, all right, is this a product that has the right market size, that can scale, that I want to devote uh, 10 years to, and then go on from there. That's awesome. Um, let's, uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at Friend With Us. So first, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. So I guess it all started from an idea about a year and a half ago. And uh, we were sitting around with some friends right there and uh, just having some beers. And one of my friends was like, hey, I wish I had a friend with a boat. 
And it just struck a chord with me because it was like the fifth time that I'd heard someone say that right there. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is another girl right here. I've heard this five other times right there. And so the original concept for Friend With That was going to be uh, a boat sharing company. And not only just sharing boats, but a space on a boat. So my buddies were calling it like the, the Tinder for boats right there. And uh, so it was uh, just a space on a boat. And you know what I did? What I said, I went out and did interviewed a lot of people right there, uh, talked to a lot, and just decided, you know what? I don't think this is going to be what we're going to move forward with right there. Um, although I still, you know, someone could still start that company out there. Uh, I think there, there was just some legal challenges with that, um, with selling the, um, the license, or not the license, but the charter, uh, uh, charter licenses. So with that, uh, it was right around that same time where I was living in a neighborhood and we were house sitting, uh, my wife and I were, and, it was a really cool because uh, we weren't from there, and but they shared everything. Um, so it was in this little cul-de-sac, and it was eight neighbors all sharing one riding lawnmower, all sharing tools, uh, sharing just everything that you can think of uh, was all shared in the neighborhood. And it was like, wait, like how is this happening here? But yet my mom, she had this same issue like two years ago, and she didn't even feel comfortable going over and knocking on next to her neighbor's house, like, hey, can I borrow? She didn't want to be intrusive and borrow the lawnmower right there. So it was right around that time where I was like, you know what? Maybe there's just more than a boat sharing company here. Maybe there's a way to replicate what's happening in this neighborhood uh, digitally and all across the world right there. And so with that, uh, that was kind of the initial uh, introduction into this share anything platform. And from there, uh, it's morphed a few other times right there. And but one of the uh things was was when trying to figure out, all right, where is their need and then where is their uh supply for products that are going to be uh locally connecting individuals. And so for that, uh went out and interviewed a lot of people, did a lot of uh research and put up a quick MVP uh, website right there trying to find anyone. And finally, uh, we uh, found this uh, community, and it's the uh, electric skateboard community. So this is uh, like the self-balancing uh, one wheels that uh, go like 18 miles uh, on a charge right there, up to 20 miles an hour. Um, boosted boards, electric unicycles, electric scooters, kind of all this cool stuff right there. Um, and they're expensive products like $2,000, $3,000 to get in there. So we really found this community where uh, people really wanted to uh, try this stuff out or they wanted to use this while they were traveling, but there wasn't, there wasn't any way to uh, find this out there. So we found this, and it was the first time that anyone actually cared about what we were doing. Uh, I remember uh, once I did some research and I found this community right here, and uh, I emailed or I uh, opened this up on a Facebook group. Hey, would you guys ever use this site right here? And it was the first time that anyone actually, like, just completely, like, hated on the website and everything that we were doing. Like, but it was, it was, like, awful. But at the same time, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is the first time 
that anyone actually cares like what we're doing right now. So it was a great feeling, and I knew that we were on to something at that point. We've just kind of uh, moved forward from there. Man, that is an awesome concept, and I get it completely. And it's funny that you say that um, sometimes even a negative feedback is like, oh, my gosh, somebody finally cares. You, you struck a chord. So there's a way to um, a way to move this forward. I love your stories, um, Stefan. Um, so that being said, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Friend With Awe or to connect them, what's the best way for them to reach out? Go to the website. It's uh, friend with a all one word. Uh, dot com, and then just on the website, you can sign up. You can uh, borrow some whatever you want on there. Your gear, you can earn money listing out your own gear on the website, um, or you can just uh, call or uh, email our support line. That's support at friendwithay.com, and I will answer that as well. Perfect. Um, well, hey, Stefan, really appreciate you uh, sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Friend With Us. Uh, and uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, uh, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Stefan, thanks again for coming on the show. 